Welcome back, everyone. <laughs> Tonight we've got Mike, Chris, and Anna, who are uh, for some reason all already in the state of giggles. I can't say I'm uh, laughing too much at what's gone on at her to um, recently, but these three seem to have found the, the funny side tonight. Uh, so, uh, Chris, how are you feeling about everything? Yeah, good. Um, I think if you don't laugh, you cry. Uh, I'm very thankful. Well, put it this way: two weeks ago, I was thankful that there was three worse teams in the league than us. But after Bielefeld's performance last night against um, against that lot from Munich, um, I'm questioning now whether we're part of those <laughs> bottom three and three worst teams in the league. I think the change had to happen in the end. I was Team Bruno, and I was Team Bruno because there was no alternatives. Um, I'm I'm pleased Dada is in in place. He I didn't consider him an alternative because I thought that was a that was a busted flush. I thought we'd been there and done it. I didn't think that would happen again. Obviously, with Pleats, it sort of changed the dynamics of why he could come back and why he has come back. Um, but I think in terms of SOS and saving the season, um, I'm pleased we look a bit a bit stronger. But the problems that um, Bruno had still remain, it seems, and that is a, a, a serial, serious lack of leadership on the pitch in key moments. And I think looking at our fixture list coming up, it, it, it doesn't look great. But at the same time, often when when things go well for you in a season and you have those pivotal moments, they're never against also ran clubs or, or clubs in the same situation, are they? They're always when you pull something out of the bag and you pull off a shock. And I think this team is capable of that. And I think the tactics that Dardai is implementing will will get that. However, we are now a final a final third game team. And by that, I mean we need to stay in the game at 70, 75 minutes, 70 minutes. If we're, if we're not in the game at that point, it's very difficult for us to pick up three points. Hope I'm proved wrong, but I think it'll be very difficult for us to pick up three points. I think um, definitely every game for the remainder of the season needs to be a shutout for half time, ideally for the first hour, because that's the only way we're going to grow in confidence. And that's the only way that our counter-attacking nature of our team is going is to come into play. Double-edged sword, because in that you sit back and you sit deep and you do invite pressure to counter. But, yeah, I've gone a real long way about answering your first question. Am I happy? Yeah, I think I am. Yeah. Well, we're looking, we've got a diversity of opinion on this podcast. So <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to save Anna till last, <laughs> because I, Anna was very loyal to Team Bruno. But Mike, Mike was—I think Mike was like me. He was about done with him by about mid-December. Uh, yeah. That's because yeah. Mike had a score on him to win the sack race. <laughs> <laughs> Is that true, Mike? For full disclosure? Did... <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. But yeah, you're right. I, I was—I wasn't Team Bruno, and I wasn't for a long time. The squad's not finished. 
it's not. But I think it, the squad was still a lot better than, than the results and the performances that we were uh, that we were seeing. And made up Paldada is back. I think we have seen an improvement, although the results haven't shown it yet. I do think we're in a bit of a false position, but those there's there's no easy games in the Bundesliga, and the next couple that we've got are certainly not easy. Um, but anything can happen, and we just need that little bit of luck one game where we can get a result out, and I think it will change everything. I, I really, really do. Part of me is worried that you know am I you know the old football romantic? Am I? thinking things are great because it's Dada and everything was great mm. before and he's back and brilliant and maybe it's not. I, I, I don't think I am and I honestly do believe that I think we'll be absolutely fine once the results come in and hopefully they, they're coming soon. But there's a little tiny piece of me that, that does think, you know, I'm, I'm a buying into the good old days and, you know, everything's going to be great, but it's not. Can, I mean, before we go to Anna, I just want to ask Mark a question. Is this a step forward? As, as far as choosing a manager and a coach? Mm. I don't think it ever is to go back. Or is it an SOS? I think it's a little bit of an SOS, but I think where we are, you need someone who knows the club in and mm. out. And there's still a, quite a few players from, from his era still there at the club who he knows. We've seen Rooney Yarstein come back in, who, who's been excellent since coming back in. And I know Anna's been a big fan of Swallow and I'm not saying that Swallow's been poor, but since Jarsland's come in, he's, he's just looked a lot more short at the back. I think maybe he, he dictates and, and controls that defence maybe a little bit better with his experience. That's something Swallow will obviously get as well when he when he hits his peak. But I think it's a... I don't think it's a long-term appointment, Dardai. I really don't. But I think it's what we need right now Mm. Yeah, I think I think it's quite interesting. It doesn't. I think there's. Yeah, it's a step back to go back to somebody who was in charge before, but he must be a different manager now. He's had um, what eighteen yeah, months out out of the or, or longer to reflect on what he could have done differently last time. Um, but um, in a position um, where you sometimes you've got to step back to step forward as well. Yeah. You don't know how much of freedom he. He, he might have now mm, with, the, with the yeah. with, exactly with, with someone like Preets over his shoulder or you know we, I, I don't really know to be perfectly honest how much of an influence he had um, and I say influence I, I don't want to say interference because I simply don't know but it's, it's change had to come change has come has it come too late it's, 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 I don't. It, it's yeah, so it's hard, odd. Isn't it? I'm happy that he's in, but at the same time, I'm absolutely worried sick that this is another relegation knocking around the corner. Well, Had they pulled the trigger weeks earlier, we or months earlier. Most of us would have, would have thought it's too soon. So it's it's hard to know when it's ever the right time. Yeah, I mean, it couldn't carry on as it was, or or could it, Anna? Yeah. Should have changed after the Freiburg game. 4-1. Should have changed then. Didn't. But uh, I still don't think that this is entirely Bruno Labbadia's fault. I still think that even at the end when he was, you know, at the end of his 
Rain as the coach, he, if you look at the way he reacted to, you know, every every goal we were conceding, the Hoffenheim game, the Bremen game, he doesn't believe in himself anymore. Mm. That's an mm. issue. If he doesn't believe in himself and his abilities anymore, and he then that in turn that means he doesn't believe in his team, and they don't believe in him because he doesn't believe in them, uh, that then something's got to change. Uh, I don't think he knew what to say to them anymore. Yeah. If you repeat yourself often enough, then and someone's not gonna it's not gonna get through their skull, then they're not gonna ever get it. So he didn't get what he wanted from Preet. So, he said that so early in the season that you know he was disappointed in the transfer window, etc. But that affect, do, I felt do you think that affected things at that point though. Do you think because he didn't get that? Do you think his? I mean, his when you. Of, when you get in, when you get in, uh, the way you want to play, you need, you know, uh, two wingers, and you've got one that's constantly injured. Sorry, Javira Durson, I love him to bits, but he's he's so injury prone, and I mm. I wish he wasn't. And the only replacement you've got for Luca Bacchio is Matthew Lecky, then you're in trouble. You know, you've you've not got anything that you need. Well, it's not uh, a replacement, it, is it? No, no. Well, uh, to be fair, Lecky is oh, he's Lecky, you know. <laughs> Like he's lucky, he can't, he can't, you know, he is what he is. Um, but do you think if Bruno he's fighting a losing battle at that point, do you think once he knows that window's shut and he's not got the players in that he's got? Yeah, I think, point, he was, does, does it I think become... he was ups- definitely upset. The, the problem is with the performances under Labadier, if you look at the performances under uh, Labadier against Bremen and Hoffenheim, they were almost identical results and identical problems and identical performances. Dominant performance, chances created got absolutely smashed on the counter-attack. And even those that were like wealthy commentators were saying, Hertha were the better team, but they still lost. So That's how something you... that has changed though, hasn't it? Because in, in these last three well, games... The, now the, the we're not the better team. Better. <laughs> we're not the better team. We don't want to score like we were under Bruno, but we certainly look a bit more assured. Yeah, we do. Look organised. I mean, Chris was saying, I know this, you were saying just a minute ago, like, we can keep it to nil-nil till 70 minutes. I just want to go back to the Frankfurt game. It was 1-1 at 82 minutes, and we still lost 3-1. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, it was a penalty that probably shouldn't have been a penalty, and just a tiny lapse in concentration. I saw one... a stat on uh, Frankfurt. You like this, Anna. You like your stats. Um I saw a stat that Frankfurt have picked up the most points um, in 2021. Uh, just just slightly ahead of West Ham, actually. <laughs> Frankfurt are quite a remarkable team to watch. They're one of my favourite teams to watch in the league this year. That's why I said don't expect anything out of that game, because yeah, you need yeah. to watch Frankfurt to understand how good they are. Um and the same with Forsberg, who started the season quite boring, you know, have gotten way, way better as the season's gone on, which is why I don't think that we could potentially get points in Forsberg, but we could get points against Leipzig because I've seen yeah. Leipzig play. And Leipzig have probably regressed in the way they play rather than yeah. move forward. Yeah, hopefully tomorrow's a big game for the... Or is it tonight? Tonight. Yeah, hopefully that's a big game for him and knocks the stuff out. I already spoke to my uh, colleagues at Liverpool fan. I was like, please, please tire them out. <laughs> like, just, you know, just beat the living crap out of them if you can, you know. <laughs> Interestingly, <laughs> Anna, you follow, uh, you know, Berlin Press. I know you do. Has anything been, has Bruno come out and said anything yet since his dismissal? No. Has, he, has he passed comment on it yet? 
no. Um, I think he's too respectable to to say anything. Um, I know Anna Friedrich. I know yeah. Anna Friedrich has said quite a lot. He actually said yesterday that he's not really spoken to Lars Windhorst about the investment at all. He's had hardly any contact with him. But Friedrich, actually, the way he speaks to the press is actually quite uh, admirable in a way. And 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 open, yeah, very open. I think before we played Bayern, basically the cusp of what he said, the the sort of generalisation of what he said was, of course we're not expected to win and we probably won't, but we can still try. You know, there's nothing else we can do. And so he had this honest thing of basically saying, well, we're going to lose, but it doesn't mean to say we're going to just roll over and lose easily, which we didn't. I don't, I don't mind if if we try. Then that's that's it's when it's you know it's when we come away with nothing and because we have been that's what we've all we've been worth you know that's i will i will say just uh about uh, uh friedrich and 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 the uh vindhorst whether they have communication or not we have definitely signed a player that i don't think we would have ever signed under preets and I, sh- I should also add a subtext that i i want to go on record say like I'm very grateful to everything Preet did for the club, club legend. Mm. But it, mm. but you know he'd run out of time. But I think um, buying, uh, bringing in uh, Sammy uh, Kadira, I, I assume that's how you say his name. You can correct Kedira. me. Yeah. Um, I think that is the type of player that Preet would never have invested in. And Why? Because of the age. Maybe I'm not sure because cost. there was rumours there was rumours mm. about Kadira coming to Hata before he was signed in the summer transfer window. So, it, uh, but we just didn't go after him. So maybe yes, maybe no. But Preet's never made that step to but sign him. Maybe that's again something on Preet because we've made that move now. He's come in and I thought mm. he was he was class at the weekend. Yeah. And I said at the time, you know, had had we had another ten minutes in that game, I think we would have won. So, you know, hopefully, you know, can we look at that as a positive of maybe that second half we started turning the corner a little bit? Mm. Yeah. Kind of, kind of creating those openings and chances. It was, and, it was weak, though, that first half. I mean, yeah, I was. said before when Dardai was appointed that he's the type of coach that will, if something's bad, he, would, he won't just, he won't come out sugarcoat it and say, oh, oh, it was bad because of this or because of that or look for excuses. Yeah. If it was cold, if it was bad, face. he will he will say it's bad, you yeah, know. Like, yeah, and yeah. that's exactly what he did with this Stuttgart game. He came out afterwards saying, in the first half, we were awful. He just came out and said it. And he's like, well, at least he's not trying to like make excuses. He just said we were bad. You know, we were terrible. And, and I respect that. There's nothing worse than, than, than listening to someone uh, and you know they're just giving you a line. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that's, the same the, thing fo- with, football is so guilty of that. With yeah. Preetz and with Labadia and, and any coach that Preetz had, except for Dada, because Dada's German press conferences are kind of legendary uh, because of what he comes out with. I don't know if you heard the uh, Dodie is a kangaroo line, mm-hmm. which has been going around. <laughs> um, that's a bit Pearson, brilliant. are you an ostrich? Yeah, yeah. there you yeah. go. Remember that one? Yeah. Did he yeah, say... Was, did he say Dodi runs like a like kangaroo. A kangaroo, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> he gets yeah. the ball. And, and then, and then to follow <laughs> that, to follow that up, Pal Dardai then came out and said, "When I was a kid, I wanted to be a vet, so I know a lot about animals." And I was like, Man, <laughs> yeah, it's great line. Come on, Pal. But this is what I mean. Like he just says whatever he feels. He doesn't like you know try and cover it up. When you watch Preetz's interviews, 
it's always the same line. We want to go there to win uh, as, as if we, as if you go into every game not wanting to win. I'm like, oh, it's, it's the same repeated stuff. Should be repeated It's crap. a politics line, isn't it? It's politics. Exactly. Yeah. And it comes out all well, the same. It's what you want to hear. But when you listen to Friedrich talk, when you listen to Paul Dardai talk, they say something different. It's completely different. It's like like Friedrich's line with Bayern. Yes, we know that they're better than us. Yes, we know we're probably going to lose. Doesn't mean to say that we're just going to roll over. The same with uh, the situation. Like We know how dangerous our situation is in the table, but doesn't mean to say we're not going to try and get out of it. We will try uh, uh, the most we do. I believe that we can get out of it. When he comes out and says stuff like this, he hasn't said anything that would you would think, oh, that's not a good thing to be saying saying you know like Jens Lehmann coming out from the board and saying oh we're going to go for Europe don't say anything like that yeah. just just talk honestly and look at what you know look at the truth look at what's happening in front of you and just talk as if you're talking to the fans themselves don't try and cover it up I forgot I forgot about Jens Lehmann oh god he's supposed to be going Schalke now so let's get rid of him please <laughs> forget that he exists they're, they're not going to Europe anytime soon are they I think the danger, the danger of sugarcoatness sometimes as well with some of these players is that they buy into that and they'll think that things are fine and they're not in trouble when they need to know mm. where they are in the position. But the this table. is also kind of the thing that some of us are guilty of, of Hertha won't go down because they're too good and they've got too much talent in their squads. That's the same problem. Look at no Wolfsburg such thing. No, Wolfsburg a few years ago had exactly the same problem where they had a talented squad, but they almost got relegated because they ended up in the playoff and exactly the same thing happened. But I ask a lot of like neutral people, so whether it be commentators or people that just watch Bundesliga, and they said they think Hertha will be okay if they start to, because the performances are better and pick up results, but those results need to come eventually. The problem for us is that so many of these games where you look at it and you think, I can get a result out of that, come at the end of the season by which point yeah. we could already be in trouble like big trouble yeah we did definitely need some kind of momentum i i, I agree we need to, we kind of need to win our games before we get to those games you know you've got to get these in the bank as a the majority as a, of us are confident aren't we that, that we'll stay up but i think so Premier League, there's 10 points between the bottom three pretty much and, and the team four from bottom but even in that league Fulham could potentially still turn it around. Any of them teams can turn it around with the time that's so left. Can, so we so are, can Mike. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Because the gap's nowhere near as big in the Bundesliga. Are we saying Schalke's gone? I, I, th- think, I think it's going to be hard for them. So it's, it, I, I don't know if anybody saw the uh, uh, the interview with Vedad Abisovic because he's no longer playing anywhere. But he's in Sarajevo right now with his family. Um and he was doing an interview on TV and he was asked about Hertha. He was asked about Schalke. And he said, honestly, in the interview, I think he said that he believes that it's going to be very, very difficult for Schalke to get out of it. But that he believes that Hertha will be fine. But then, yes. you know, um, that's an interview to a Bosnian news to a Bosnian news source. Not anyone in football, just in general. Mm. So it's not him mm. talking to anyone from Berlin saying Hertha is better because it's Hertha. You know, it's more an honest opinion from him and he said he believes Schalke could be probably in really big trouble. What Schalke has got, which the other teams haven't got, is a whole manner of chaos Mm. at the centre of the club. You know, you think, if you think we have some ups and downs, then (laughs) Schalke's season is just, I shouldn't laugh because it must be horrible to be. They uh, just announced today that, um, Joachim Schneider will leave. Their their uh, sports director will leave in the summer. It's too late yeah. for them. You yeah. know. And that's a, that's a strange thing to do as well, isn't it? It was like, 
if you, if you if you need to turn things around now because your survival relies on it you don't you kind of don't want to pin it on i mean to be fair to Schalke, they they play you know they played union at the weekend and i watched it because i watch any relegation teams um when we're not playing i'll watch you know Mainz or Schalke or uh, cologne just to see what their results are and Schalke didn't actually play that badly, but then at the same time, the last four games from Union have been absolutely diabolical. They've been absolutely appalling to watch. They've been so poor. They lost to Mainz. Terrible game. They were poor. And, and against Union, Union and Schalke were both awful uh, in that in that game. And But Union still should, still should have won it because they have more chances. Yeah. They just didn't put them away. I, I so suspect Schalke, it's... Yeah, are poor. Uh, yes. Sorry, Anna. I... With it, going back to the uh, Union thing, that I think the, it was always going to be like this. They were suddenly they were flying, yeah. and then they were going to hit a blip. And I think they they're well into it now. Yeah, and it's not just a blip. But they're not getting results. But they're not just getting results. Like it's not that they're not getting results. That's the problem. They've just been really bad recently. Last four games, yeah. they've just been really bad. I mean, I can't. I can't get too hung up on whether they win no, or lose but at the, the thing moment. Is, this is the problem we've got. We've got four, four or five teams above us that perform worse than us but get better results than us. And you're like, yeah. how the hell is this happening? Well, we've got the wouldn't road. it be great? Yeah, I was going to say, wouldn't it be great if we took six points off them in their best ever season? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get relegated, yeah. but we beat Union twice. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That might be, no, that might be watch, what we take. You watch, you watch Cologne, you watch Mainz, you watch Schalke. Okay, Schalke and Mainz are below us, but you watch Bielefeld, uh, you watch uh, Bremen, and maybe even Hoffenheim and Union, and they're all all worse than us. Like They all play worse football, but they all get better results. Do you think, like, <laughs> here's a philosophical question about, in, in COVID times with no fans there, do you think we might have got got to the uh, change of coach a bit quicker if there were between forty and eighty thousand people baying for blood on the sidelines? No, or, I don't. I don't possibly, think it would have made a difference. I think it would have made a difference. What are the stats saying on that? Because I know um, the Premier League. There's more away wins than ever before. Mm-hmm. So it, clearly, it's been a uh, a, a neutralising factor. Yeah. I wonder if that is similar in the Bundesliga. I, I don't really get that either because I had a season ticket for a good few years ago. There's some Sometimes you could hear the pin drop there mm. at, at home games, but you go to away games, the away fans sing for the full 90 minutes and yeah. home fans are quiet. So mm. usually you do have them cheering you on in the away games. It's the, the opposite in Germany different. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so different there because they, they sing right the way through home and away there. I think though to to uh, always put it on fans. Oh, we're not playing well because we don't have our fans is really ridiculous. It's lazy. Well, it's no la- yeah. Fans, really, so it's no one has fans, so they're all in they're all in the same in the same boat right now. But the the thing is as well, it, it shouldn't matter whether you can hear your fans or not. You know, if you're not playing well, you're not playing well. Do you train with fans there as well? You know, do you train with your fans giving you support? No. So if your training yeah. goes well, but your game goes badly, and say, oh, the fans put me off, well, then you're not doing your job properly, well, are you? I, I heard you boys, a... though, your players that get criticism yeah. from, from certain sections of the crowd should be better, shouldn't they, without it? Yeah. You know, they're, not, they're not getting, you know, every time they give the ball away, I you heard... can hear the murmurs. 
I heard an ex-pro say, a former striker, um, say that he he's retired now, and if he was playing in, in uh, these times, he would never track back. Because the only reason he used to track back is because all his fans were on his back, that he was lazy, <laughs> and he's like, there's nobody, no one's having That's a go now. Be... I think it's an, it's a motivation. It's a motivation. Andy Akin, by. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, honestly, you can't play, can't play uh, who's who or whatever it is with but this one. Will be fans, here all night. Fans, <laughs> fans being there is a motivation. Yeah, it yeah. motivates you, but it doesn't mean to say it's gonna, it's gonna get you a result. Yeah. Because we have fans in the stadium uh, that were really, really like, you know, uh, not aggressive, but like outspoken, singing, whatever. And I don't know who, who are we playing. Mites. I think we were playing Mites last season. Uh, just before COVID came and we lost 3-1 and Mike's had literally like 200 fans there or something and we had over 30,000 and we still lost so it doesn't really make a difference I mean it's a double when you're down when you're down towards the bottom of the league it's a double Mm. double double-edged sword as well having fans there because if if you walk out and the the entire ground is tense yeah I remember before the game when you're down there the whole stadium feeling I remember seeing uh, after after that article came out about um, Union having more members than Hertha without the consideration that Hertha fans don't need a membership to get a season ticket. Um, so actually, if you add that on, Hertha's probably got around 45,000 people that regularly attend games. But the uh, the the uh, excuse was, I think someone put, why is it now that it matters? Like Because... When when we beat them with no fans, they they came forward and said, "Well, you didn't have any fans, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't count." Like, okay, whatever. But if they had won those games, would they have counted? Of course they would. And it's the same thing with this. It's like, oh, now it matters. Oh, we're better off in the table than you. Now it matters. It's, you were better off in the table it's, last it's, season. It's, it didn't matter. Now it does. It's petty. Look at the biggest clubs in the world. Are you know the large portion of their fans will never ever get to see a game at that club. They nope. just, just follow them. That's all that matters. You know, it's all schoolyard. It's, it's just yeah. lazy journalism. When you've, got, when you've got people... So when we beat Union 3-1, um, and we beat them 4-0 as well, we, someone said, oh, we've overall beaten Union 7-2 in three games. Rafael Gikovic is now at uh, Augsburg, who left Union because, I, probably because of contract issues of like renewal of contract, came out and said... Um, oh, yeah, but you won without fans. And, like, you know, get some professionalism. Don't be an ass. you know. Is that in the bile? I mean, the build? Uh, no, that was his personal Twitter. He actually put on there, oh, you got no fa- there was no fans in the stadium, so it doesn't count. So I beg your pardon. You know, just He's... because your ass got kicked 4-0 last season and 3-1 this season, well, he won not even with them at the time, but it was obviously Union's goalkeeper last season. No, you're saying it doesn't, you know, you're saying it doesn't count because there's no fans in the stadium. Absolute rubbish. That means that all of your results that you've got also don't count. And I will, it does count because you're still playing. Yeah. And, and a serious question. Have you have you done any mathematics to see how many points we'd need to catch Union? Can it be done? It's 11, isn't it? There you are. Well, well no, it's not. It's 12. Three of them are coming in a few weeks. So. 12. 12 well it's only nine because we play them so no but i mean 12 including them they're, they're 12 points above us so um but they're 12 points above us but we're going to take three more off them in the coming weeks they've been so poor recently i'm not i wouldn't be shocked when max cruiser comes back maybe it will change but once he's off of um clubhouse watching 
things that he shouldn't be talking about. You know, I don't know if you've seen this either, but, mm, you know, I keep getting notifications on this Clubhouse app saying, Max Cruiser is in a chat room for over 18s. And I'm like, no, thank you. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, no, I, I don't want to join that. Doing in this chat room. I don't want to know what he's been talking about. <laughs> like, no, Max, you can, you can, you know, you can talk about whatever you like. Um, it it actually sounds perfectly legal, by the way. If you know anything about Max Cruiser, it's that he really just does not care. Um, like, you know, but I mean, um, my, my earlier prediction that we've finished 10th and above Union is, is melting away every every game we go now. Well, look, look at where Union were a couple of weeks back to where they are now. You know, All we need is a couple of results to go our way. There was a really, really... If he, if he was offside, it was the tightest call I think I've ever seen. Can we, can we talk about the game and the offside, please? Please! <laughs> we must talk about this! Was, are you saying not know them? <laughs> oh, no, we can talk about it. We can I, talk about it. I th- I did it think it was. To me. I, I I mean the only thing I could think at the time was that as Booth, but I think you're right. I think it's the glove because he was wearing a glove on the other hand. It I don't know how that's been given as a goal. I really don't. And he waited a while for it. it wasn't an instant decision. It was, like, it was like four or five minutes of VAR review. If you can't tell after two or three minutes, then you how can you give it? And they said, yeah, okay, it's in the attacker's favour. It's always in the attacker's favour. It's like, but you don't have the evidence to say that it's offside. So how can you give it? If how do you a- feel? How do you feel about this rule change, right? Which one? What about what about if it's just daylight? Just what daylight. About just, what about thicker lines? And then that gives gives that space that and you know enough of a gap. Because if my arms out like down my armpit puts me ahead, what advantage have I really got? Offside is impossible to tell whether it is or isn't because you have to get to the millisecond that it left the boot when the pass was made to have yeah. it frozen in that second and you still don't know if it's that well, moment. From where yeah. they froze that, that to me looks like daylight. That's enough of a person ahead of the other guy, of, of the defender, to say that he's got an, an advantage to me. Uh, so if it's just counter. If anyone listening to this doesn't know what we're talking about, because um, we started talking about assuming can, everyone's, can we, can seen, we assuming everyone's up, seen it. Put the pictures up on Facebook. Yeah. And then oh, wait a minute. People listen to this? Mm, apparently so. <laughs> if, if you've made it this far. But, um, <laughs> if anyone doesn't know, the, the, the free kick in the first place, I didn't actually see it awarded. I think I was out of the room at the time. Apparently, it wasn't a free kick to start with. It should have been a, two free kicks given to Hertha before that, before that was given. Just add some context that the referee was Harm Osmers, who um, is not um, very well liked in Berlin mm-hmm. for several like reasons. In, yes, exactly. I always said if he came back to Berlin with fans in the stadium, he'd be chased out because of the way he handled a situation, uh, the situation with Jordan Torunariga in the cup last year where he was racially abused. And that's why a lot of people don't like Harm Osmus. But he was refereeing this game. He gave a free kick to Stuttgart, which shouldn't have been a free kick in the first place. It went into the box. Sasha Kalajic headed it in. OK, Jarstein should have done a little bit better with it. But at the same time, it was offside or it's flagged for offside. When you do rewatch it back, you can clearly see that there is something that plays him on side. 
There is something apparently that does. When you look, the only thing you can think of that could possibly be from Christoph Piontek is his knee. The problem is you can't see his knee because he's hidden behind Sasha Kalajic. And he's also <laughs> so, going the other way. He's also looking the yeah, other way. So he's again, it, it's no advantage to him. So the, it's not even that. The, the, calibrated, the calibrated line that came back from the video assistant room in Cologne looked, at, and this is the only image that you've been shown because I, I asked several people, have you got an image from the opposite direction? And they don't. So obviously they've used this one in VAR, right? It's getting, so, it's getting a bit line of duty now, isn't it? You have no authority, Anna. You have no authority. Let me finish. Let me finish. Not you again. <laughs> the one image, the one image that we've got to go by is calibrated line given to um, the referee by Cologne shows that they've drawn the line straight through this black mm. mark, right? When you look at it, it's not it, it, unless Christoph Piontek has dislocated his ankle and his foot's hanging off his leg, you know, that it's not his foot. It's Sasha Kalajic's hand. So basically, he's played himself on sides according yeah. to VAR. How on earth can that be missed? I, I, I was trying to figure out what was going on. I was watching it on Sky Bundesliga. Because and... you you messaged back when I said uh, when you said, oh, I think it's offside. And then when um, I got a confirmation on my phone, it was a goal. You were like, what? Oh, it, it, <laughs> the commentator yeah. said Christoph Piontek, and I'm standing I was, I was sitting on bed in bed looking at it, thinking, it can't be. So where's Piontek playing him online on side? As soon as they said Piontek, I thought it's it's going to get ruled out. You're right. I it hope made, the it made no sense. Yeah. yeah. Bring bring back poor um, judgment back in, in without time. technology. If this had been a Hertha goal, it would have been disallowed. Come on, we all know that. Um, if it had been our goal, it would have been disallowed. Can we just also add on to the Stuttgart game that 17-year-old Luca Netz yeah. scored? Yeah, brilliant. S- scrappy goal, but he'd done absolutely everything he needed to. He kept going, kept going. That pass from Kadira... Was not yeah. meant for Luca Nets. <laughs> was meant for Tony Luca Bacchio. Doesn't matter, and it does it? Worm through to Luca Nets, who just. It's, took it's it. almost like there was a, um, a a ray of hope mentioned there. <laughs> we love Luca so, Nets. <laughs> so, so in the next few games, do you think we've got anything to look forward to? Are we going to? Uh, uh, Augsburg, yes. Augsburg. That's what I'm looking forward to. Playing Augsburg, <laughs> not the next two. Uh, Leipzig. <laughs> Leipzig. I think I think we can beat Leipzig. I think we we'll get a I point. I think we can. Or a point, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah I think we we'll get a point. Regardless I'm of terrible. the game tonight for them, it's I don't think they've been as good as they were last season. I think we're starting to turn a few better performances in. Kimo Kimo Verno leaving Leipzig's been actually quite detrimental for them because Alexander Storlot, who was supposed to be the replacement. It's absolutely awful. Yeah. <laughs> use of Paulson, I think, is overrated. I don't think he's. Oh, I know. I like Paulson. I do like Paulson, and I think. Um, Unkunku. Not Unkunku. Um, the Swedish guy. Um, oh. Um, um, not Halstenberg. Oh my God! Why has his name gone out of my head? Benny oh, Bjorn. No. <laughs> Um, uh, what's his name? Um, um, why am I thinking Sarbitzer? What's wrong with me? Forsberg. I, that's it. I Daniel think we'll get Forsberg. a point. I think we can. Yeah, I do. Um, I think we get a point. And the, the crucial thing is, is that when we do play play Augsburg, we need to not that it's in our control, but hopefully they're still within within two or three points. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know their fixtures, but if they win their next two and pull ahead of us, that's not good news for us. I've, we need I've to watched... go into that game being within striking distance of them, so that yeah. when we do record the win against them, it's double because we go above them as well. 
yeah. it won't be them i think we'll go above it's cologne we need to look at because cone are uh three points above us but have a poor goal difference um and they remain they are only three points above us because they were four points above us because they beat gladbach and mark that will be biting you on the backside because you said <laughs> look at cologne's next set of fixtures they won't win any of these um, and then they beat gladbach. there's a number one way of making sure that it happens in it put the kiss <laughs> of death on that <laughs> um, every game's a pokal final now isn't it every yeah. every game's a, a cup final yeah Augsburg yeah, are four points uh, ahead and I think Dardai's got that mentality mm. alright yeah. well I want to I want to start to wrap this up so just a quick question for everyone quick question Anna mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, four next four games how many points uh, start with Chris how Next many? four yeah. games. Four games. <clears throat> four games. Yeah. Five. Five points. Yeah. Uh, Anna's got the calculator out. Leipzig home, Wolfsburg away, Augsburg home, and Dortmund away. Dortmund away. <laughs> Dortmund five away. points. It was a loaded question. I'll give you that. I think, five, I think there's five points there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll tell you where we'll get them. We'll get a point against Leipzig. We'll get three against Salzburg, and we'll nick a point against Dortmund. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, 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 I'm going to say the same. Yeah. Leipzig, Wolfsburg, and three at Augsburg. Yeah, and you know who knows with Dortmund at the minute? Who knows with them? Yeah. But as you say, cup, yeah, yeah. cup final. You've just got to take that as a one-off hit, and that's what I said at the top. When if we're in the game at 60, 70 minutes, it. It's a free hit, but you've got to stay in that game. Anna, Anna you've run out of fingers there, mate. What, what are you saying? Uh, <laughs> Towards the end of the season, look at them. Look at them games. Those are Mainz away, Freiburg home, Schalke away, Bielefeld home, Cologne home. Fifteen yeah. points. We, we could be, yeah, could be in Europe by then. <laughs> Mike, have you been drinking? Um, no, but I need you, to. Are you losing your memory in your old age already? <laughs> no, if they turn well, some positives, and now we could be—I'm not saying really Europe, but we could be. Well, you know, we could be looking back thinking we, we were stupid, thinking we were—you know—we could go down. It's hmm. you know, think things weren't great, but look how we turned it round. Yeah, I mean, I said four, not five. It's possible to even get. Mm, it's possible to get six, but I, I, I'd say four only because I think Augsburg is like that big game where you're looking at it's like, please, dear God, please. Um, Leipzig are extremely difficult. They could get a point at least. The thing is, I've watched Leipzig's last four games. They aren't as good as they were last season. And if they play, I mean, there's a few worries. They've got quite a few quick players. Now that Upamecano is leaving, I don't know if his mentality will change because he's going to buy Munich Hopefully in the summer. It will. Yeah. Yeah. The same Fantastic with, like, I mean, when we're looking at other yeah. teams, Leverkusen, Leverkusen have a tendency to, to, to collapse. I don't know why. Um, they have got a they good collapse. record against them as well. Yeah, at home especially. Been, yeah, And then when we play, we've got Gladbach after Union and Gladbach have also, they're losing Marco Rosa, so you don't know how they're going to play. Dortmund yeah. have been really poor recently. I've got no idea what's going on with them. No idea. Like I don't know if it's because um, they don't have a full-time manager because he's just a, 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 an interim. I don't know if it's their confidence. I have no idea what's gotten into them. But... Um, I mean, they they just just been poor. And Augsburg, uh, who could wait? Who is the manager of Dortmund? Who could be? 
Klopp, isn't it? He's signed signed on again. Yeah. yeah. No, so you were asking Tor- about Torben's right, isn't it? In, in that regard, because there's a lot of their quality players are young players, so they need a really good coach to get the yeah. best out of them. And, and maybe they're not there, and you know your Sancho's, Harlands, and stuff just aren't performing. I mean, you, you know. were asking you were asking about Augsburg's fixtures. They've got Leverkusen, Mainz. They'll get a draw. Us. They'll get beat. Gladbach. So that's good then, because then when we do play them, they'll still be within striking distance. I mean, they should crossed. be, but we've got, I mean, Cologne's fixture list looks pretty, pretty um, bad. They've got Stuttgart away. At, sorry, it's Cologne have got Stuttgart, Bayern, Bremen, Union, Dortmund, Wolfsburg. So mm, I don't like the look of that. We need so to we focus don't have on time. A- we don't have time for it, but we, 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 you know, doing the maths and we're doing the numbers, they'll get beat. We'll get a draw there, though. Mm. Who's getting our goals? Maybe that. Maybe we should chat that over on our next podcast. Yeah. Where's Where's Cordoba at the minute? Is he injured? He's injured, but he should be back in the next two to three weeks. But the problem is we don't know when. Uh, the The injuries that are the longest lasting is Boyata. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Boyata, did no one knew what Boyata did. Everyone was like, "Where's he gone? Why is he injured?" <laughs> and it turns out he's got a hairline fracture in his foot. So anyway, in, in summary, what I'm going to say is, stay positive. No. Stay positive. <laughs> Keep the faith. Keep the faith. I think the fixture list's been really harsh on us this season. I think we had a real, a really tough start, and then by the time I mean, I mean, I remember on the podcast like, and I kept saying, like know, like "Wait till December." Wait till all these easy games come. But unfortunately, we we hit that much of a bad patch that those easy mm. games became hard games. Yeah. And it's the reverse now. We've got all yeah. these tough games. It's like and at a the end of the season, Anna, all easy sides again. These these are bun- this is what it's like in the Bundesliga. You know, if you want to if you want to get the odd easy fixture, we need to get relegated. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I, I don't. I know there's good times to play teams. For example, you play a team that's in Europe. You want to play them on the Thursday when they got a game on a Sunday. I get that. But uh, the brutal fact is we play everyone twice. Yeah. And if you're not I mean, good we enough, were, you're not we good were, enough. We were not lucky in the first game against Leipzig, were we? Because we had a red card that you wouldn't have been. So the, the, you sort of talk about we make your own luck. Well, it's not exactly helpful when VAR is saying you're off, we're on side when you're not. And, you know, it's... Uh, the, main, we've just, the main things we've got to stay up, haven't we? We've got to stay up to make sure that when fans are allowed back in the stadium, we're not going to Darmstadt for our away day. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're There's not going wrong to... with Darmstadt. Oh, yeah, no, there might not be, but we don't want to be going there on an away day, do we? We want to be going to No, of course bus. not. Now that there's to there's a thought to end on. We don't want to go to Darmstadt. <laughs> oh, no, there's, they don't want to end on that. Kickers. You don't, you know... If we have a 